Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. You're with your baby girl. You've been practicing your mamas and dadas for weeks. And now she looks up and begins to mouth her very first words. This is the moment you've been waiting for. It's time to visit your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer and test drive the all-new GLE. With the first era of the Mercedes-Benz user experience and optional third-row seating for your whole family. Smart mama. Smart Dada. Visit MBUSA.com slash GLE to learn more. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Some equipment described as optional. Brothers, brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Fresco. Sir Fresco of House Fresh. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous. And on Instagram at Fresco Fame. Do you dig? And this your boy, Flaw 700, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. Oh! AKA your boy, Dumb Sum Goy. Break it down. I suck it. Hey, we're going to have to do something about our intros, bro, because I help you out with yours, and you don't help me out with mine at all. <laughs> you want to do it again? No, it's too fucking late. So how did your intro go? I say the same shit every every week. Say same as you. Say it again real quick. Say it again. You, no, you should know it by now. No, I'm not saying it again. Because you should. We 145 episodes. I be mentally preparing myself for mine. Nigga, it should be muscle no, memory at this no, point. We've been no, doing it for no. three years. Nothing is muscle memory when it comes to the podcast. Like every, like I sit in here and I go over my stuff. Over Your introduction, and over. my bro. introduction. Yes, every week you you say I, four fucking words, and I make sure that I don't get flaw cigar and flaw claw man damn mixed up. That's oh a real God. thing. Oh my Bam, God, that is a bro. real thing. <laughs> A fucking, that is a real fucking thing. recording one on one. We've been doing this shit for three years. This nigga don't even know his own name. He got to <laughs> no. sit and concentrate on what how I'm to s- how to give you his own what I'm damn name. Is I make sure I don't get listen. Too hold on, up. because we ain't talk about you right now. We talk about me. Your ass need to throw in some assistance on my introduction, or else I ain't doing it on yours no more. That's, that's <laughs> I'm fucking it. My coffee out. That's just it. <laughs> and now, now we can now we can fucking continue. <laughs> and we are the award winning. Facts. Podcast. Yeah. Kelly Drake's favorite podcast. Yeah. The Podcast Brothers. And this is episode 146. Four episodes away from 150 sneaker giveaway. I can't wait to give out them sneakers, man. For Go those subscribe. of you who ain't going hard for, you know what I mean, to win these sneakers, man, it's just like, yo, fam, you can't do nothing for for, for people. Hey, Shout man, out to- Fuck them, uh, because if nobody wins, guess who's going to take Oh, no, no, no. Somebody going to win. <laughs> no, you're not. No, no, no. You're not taking home those sneakers. Shout no, out man, to- Man, um, I ain't bought a pair of sneakers all summer. Facts, all right, that's a lie. Facts. That's a lie. Last time I bought sneakers was, or the sneakers I, I got on, and they cost 180 and I walked oh, out the store- we both got Air Maxes I walked on, out dude. the store like, why did I do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because you walk in like, let me treat myself. Then when you walk out, you're like, 180 I could have did something else with that. 
Yeah. I wanted them to. Like, you was, but what you would have done? You would have spent 80 of that 180 on food, and 100 would have been on miscellaneous bullshit. Like that's a gas. Fact. That's what I need to work and on. And a haircut. That's what I need to work on right now. When you look at that account and you realize you were spending $20, $40 a day on nothing that has no value. But I'm getting to that point, though. Like, I really want to make sure when my account hit zero, if it hit zero, I can look at my, um, you know, my bank thread and be like, you know, I invested that well. Okay. As of right now, I'm not investing the bread well. When you look at, when your account hits zero and you realize you went to Wendy's four times, you go, man. All I had to do was go buy some chicken from the grocery store for $5 and yeah. I would have been okay. Yeah, well, you also said that you don't like to cook, so. That's a fact. You said that last week. You been back to Panda Express? I haven't. And I like to make an <laughs> Did announcement. Did we hurt your heart? And I like to make an announcement. Um, turns out that Panda Express is not a Chinese place. I thought it was. I thought I was jumping um, out the window. Was fucking crossing culture. I thought boundaries. I was. I thought I was living life. No. But <laughs> the good and bad part about that is, I can honestly sleep at night and know that I didn't eat dog because it wasn't a Chinese place. So you okay? The bad what, part. What kind of what kind of establishment is it? What is the cuisine titled? I just have it in my mind that Chinese places cook dogs. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Panda Express. I don't know what Panda Express is. I just thought it was a Chinese joint because of the panda. So uh, who told you it wasn't like a Chinese store? Um, we was on Twitter. I forgot who said that, but it was just like flaw comparing Panda Express to a Chinese restaurant is like comparing something something else. I can't recall what they said, but I remember. I actually remember that. Thread. Yeah. So basically, I got. You know I mean, I got school. Panda Express is not an official Chinese place. So Does that mean you can keep eating there. Yeah. But I, I still want to watch the salt intake because uh, Killer was right though. When you eat all them, all that food like that, the sodium and the yeah, salt and stuff like high. that, it'll it'll get you, man. Shout out to shout out to Kayla. How was your week, bro? Break it down. Yo, my week was okay, man. I actually connected with an official stoner in real life. Like no, like I really met a stoner. What do you mean? You talk to me all the time. No, nah, I thought I met a stoner. I, no. I don't know. No, y'all don't got nothing on this dude. And he only said a few words. Who the fuck is this guy? I want to know. So who I was he is doing now. DoorDash. I was doing DoorDash on. I'm fucking hating Tuesday because the power went out at work and at the gym. So mm-hmm. they was like, you know, what I mean, go home. And of course, me being the hustler that I am, I was like, let me go make a dollar because I'm still getting paid from my physical job. But let me go make some more money over here. Sound like a good idea to me. So one of the orders came, and they wanted me to pick something up from the weed man spot. New Jersey Weed Man. Shout out to New Jersey Weed Man. Y'all saw that video? It's crazy. Did I? Um, so I go to the Weed Man spot, and they didn't put the order on. So I had to call the guy up say, yo, I know you're expecting your order at a certain too time. too high to put the order in. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm just seeing this. I said, okay. But let me call my uh, customer because I know you're expecting this meal at a certain time. So I called him, and he, I was like, yo, they just saw your uh, order. They just put it on. And he says, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's fine. And his cool demeanor, that was like, that was the first, I'm like, yo, he's a real stoner. Because he didn't have no care in the world. I could have told him anything. That's fine. You probably didn't know who the fuck he was talking to. I told him who I was. (laughs) But here I am thinking, like, because I've seen you high, like, I've seen so many people high. Y'all don't have that level of coolness. Not when I'm talking to your ass, no. I've never seen it. (laughs) I've never seen it. I'm saying, I don't have it when I'm talking to you. Okay, and personally, I've never seen it, so... (laughs) I mean, touche. But the way he reacted to it was just like, yo, he really, he really cool as like. Man, you be talking some bullshit. This nigga is the coolest stoner you ever met off that. 
You yep. make me upset, bro. Yeah, I fucking. I said, yo, this is a real stoner right here because it's because <laughs> the, the way he answered. That nigga probably was on dope. <laughs> you don't know what the hell that nigga was on. Well, I that put, nigga probably was on fucking morphine. I put two and two together. He wants something from the weed man spot, so I don't know. It's cool, bro. It's cool. <laughs> so um, I finished off the week. I ain't do much after that. We went to the uh, Instagram party. Shout out to Q for throwing that. Shout out to Q for the IG party, man. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people there, one of the guys there, I forgot his name or I didn't get his name. He kind of uh, chuckled at me when I told him I've yet to visit L.A., it's on the bucket list, buddy. I, like, I think his name is Justin, I think. Yeah, shout if out. If I'm not mistaken. Shout out to uh, Justin, if that's your name. He's been to L.A. three times. You've been once? Yeah, I've been to L.A. Yeah, once. man. So it's on the bucket list, man. I'm going to. I'm he going looked to, that flaw. He yeah. said, You ain't been to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you waiting for? <laughs> I didn't up. know I had to. I didn't it. know I had to be there, what man. What you waiting for? There was, there was a part. There was a time in my life where I just didn't want to travel at all. Um, so now, you know, your boy is. Up in there in the age uh, bracket, I think I want to just start flying randomly, man. Uh, yeah. So yeah. speaking of speaking of traveling, so we in Trenton, New Jersey, at this Instagram party. Yeah. And an artist all the way from Cali came Cali to perform. Came to perform. Now, I don't know if she came from Cali to Trenton just to perform. I don't know if she just was around, but you know, I mean, she did a thing. She had uh, like four songs that she performed. Period. Period. You know what I mean? She she did her thing, and then I didn't catch her name either. I should have got her on the ground. And then. Q was like, yo, nobody leave. We have more guests coming, and they drove all the way from Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. To come perform. Eight miles, seven hours. For drive. us. They came. They had the glow-in-the-dark hula hoop. They had dancers, performers. They did their thing. The routine was tight. It was tight. The routine was tight. But I just need to know if they really came from all the way from Detroit to Trenton just to perform for six minutes. Based on what he said, yeah. Based on what he said. So with that being said, is yeah, your boy ain't never been to LA, but I can't wait to get that type of uh, uh, I don't know what to call it. But Traction, I can't, attention, I don't know. But presence. listen, if somebody says, "Yo, Flo, tomorrow be in Atlanta, it's a party," I'll be right there. Yeah, I ain't there yet. That. I ain't there yet. One day I will be. So shout out. Let to me know when it's in like like Maryland and shit like that. You know what I'm saying that's I, I'll be there tomorrow. I can get to Maryland tomorrow. Yeah, so shout out to the artists. And it was women. Shout out to the women. Yeah, man. Both acts were women. Um, um, Period. Yeah. <laughs> so she said like 47 times. <laughs> that must be the thing in L.A. Period. No, that's know. that Meg Thee Stallion shit. Yo, I don't follow Meg. So is she? I don't be- follow her either, but everyone else does. So you kind of can't. She got a wave right now that you got to. You, you, you're you forced to get hit by because is she's she- kind of big. The person who started this hot girl summer thing? Yeah. I have no idea what that is. Do you know what that is? Not really. I, I just know it's hot boys versus hot girls. I don't pay attention to that goofy shit, to be honest with okay, you. All okay. that shit is goofy to me. But she created a little wave. You know what I'm saying? She got a little trend thing going on. And I don't know what hot girl summer mean. Because anytime I see somebody post hot girl, they like just like kind of butt naked. So, Ooh. so I mean, I look, yeah. But I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily know what it means. So, I appreciate it though. Yeah, that was my week. So how was yours? Uh, my week was all right. Fucking Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and nigga had no power. Mm. That storm came through and fucked shit up. Power was out. I was living like a straight pilgrim. Candles all over the place, flashlights and shit. I can't play the game. Like, nothing. It was just. It was just. 
fucked up. And it was like a whole area that was blocked out. So I'm trying to go to like stores and get what I need. This part of this area over here is blocked off. That area over here is blocked off. It was one dollar store open. And everybody was in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know when you go to the store and you see like just racks cleared off and you yeah. just got to pick what's left? Yeah. It was one of those kind of nights. <laughs> like shit was just like real, real bare on those shelves. But uh made it through, no problem. Um, like that was pretty much pretty much the whole week. I, uh, for the most part, everything else is basically regular. Um, like Flaw said, the Instagram party was yesterday. It was fire, man. I enjoyed myself a lot. I don't get to make all the networking events that I would like to, but I kind of made a promise to myself that I would uh, show Q some love on this one and make sure I came through to see what was happening. And it was a good event. A lot of different people, a lot of different creatives. Um, you know what I'm saying? Putting their uh, talents on display. My personal favorite vendor yesterday was mm. Love Edibles. Shout out to Love Edibles. You feel me? This is a young lady. I believe her name. I don't want to say. It. I don't, don't want to say what I think it was because I might get it incorrect. And I don't want to mess up her name. But she made weed infused everything. And I say everything. I say everything. She had. She had like peanut butter crunch snacks. Uh, White chocolate bars, um, gummy bears, and wings. She had wings. <laughs> everything was made with weed. And I had a little bit of everything. Yep, I did. And my own blunt before I got there. And I went out. Shout out to Bub. Me and Bub, you feel me? We did our thing on a little break. And um, then I came back and had the wings. And it was dope. And she was breaking down everything to me how she does it. So it was it was pretty dope to get that... Um, Wait, she gave you the recipe? I wouldn't get it. No, nah, she didn't give me the recipe. Okay. She didn't give me the recipe, but she was explaining to me the process that she goes through with creating it or getting the infusion mixed with the food. So Okay. It was pretty dope, man, to see that. Um, shout out to DJ Big J, one of the hardest working DJs in the town. He always out here uh making people move their feet on certain events. And again, just um give a shout out to Q, man, because this is a guy who's been on the show multiple times, and he shows us mad love with the um, networking events that he does, along with everyone else that he um, brings into the fold with things that he'd be working on. So shout out to everybody that came out to the Instagram party last night. And, um, yeah, man, just keep working. Oh, also, shout out to the Glow Room. Your boy is getting a facial, complimentary facial, cuz I can't wait. So everybody doing their thing, man. We're going to start the episode in a second. But my podcast brain was working this weekend, right? And before we move on, I put on Avengers. Um, I forgot which one it was, either Endgame or Infinity War. And Where you put on Endgame at? I got apps. Sorry, <laughs> <Pardon laughs> <I> me. <laughs> I got <Excuse> apps. Me. <laughs> so, and a question, like, I'm curious. Like, I'm really curious because... I'm not really a Marvel guy. Like, I collected cards before. I've watched X-Men on Fox before, but that don't cut it. I know there's a lot of uh, comic heads and Marvel heads out there who, you know what I mean, will tell you that I'm not qualified to speak on certain things. So I'm asking you, the universe. Drax the Destroyer, right? He made this thing about that. He wanted to get his hands on Thanos so bad. And I really want to know, what the hell was Drax the Destroyer going to do with Thanos if he ever got his hands on him? Like, I really was interested in well, that plot. Actually, in the comic books, I read a couple of Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy comic books. Drax is a badass in the comics. Yeah. In the comics, he fucks shit up. Yeah. But in the movies, he ain't nothing but comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's there to make those one-off 
comments to get a reaction out of the audience, which is normally a laugh. But in the in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, fucking what was his name? Roland. He only had a power stone, and he thrashed the shot of Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> Thanos had all five, bro. <laughs> Thanos had all five. I don't know what the fuck you thought you was six. six. Excuse me, pardon me. He had all six. I don't know what he thought he was going to do against Thanos. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, th- that is a great point you made because at first I didn't know, but I did do my googles and it said that Drax was actually created to fight Thanos. Like, yeah. and even though uh, Drax was a badass, he couldn't be he couldn't beat Thanos in hand to hand combat. No. But in the comic world, it makes more sense. But if you're watching it from the Marvel movie aspect, and you like Drax, and also, come on, man. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had no work for Thanos without the uh, without That's Thanos with the gloves. Did combat, you see? He can't beat. Did you see Thanos in Endgame in that last battle? He beat the shot of Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America without the stones. Without the stones, and he punched the shit out of Captain Marvel. <laughs> well, he did that with the power stone. I know, though. but like, but okay. he did hook her though. But <laughs> when he when he fought the main three Avengers, he was fucking them up with no stones, bro. Drax ain't have a chance in the hell. Them niggas got powers. Thor is the god of lightning. Tony Stark's is the man of technology, and Captain America is just that nigga. Just he he got that serum juice. Yeah. Drax don't got shit but that's, knives. That's why I asked. <laughs> what the fuck is you going to do? I, I was really curious. Like, yo, fam, I really want to see this now. Like, you sold the fight, Drax. I want to see. And then every time he see him, it's like he forget that he can't fucking beat him. Because he's like, he killed my family. I got to get him now. Bro, bro, do you not remember the last time you saw this nigga and you tried to highlight him with the hands because he killed your family? You got fucked up. That's like Infinity War when he ran up Borny, when he had the... um. When he was trying to get the stone. With the reality stone. Yeah. Right. He was like, Thanos. He pulled down his little he, Raphael he uh, him, size. He turned <laughs> him into a little whatever it was. Like, he just completely distorted his old being. Like, no, bro, you can't fuck with Thanos. You ain't shit. But yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I'm really sold on it. Like, I really want to see Drax and Thanos go one-on-one. I don't. I look at it as <laughs> Thanos will put the I stones don't. away. And I think that he would give him the same. Like, he basically put his hands behind his back like he did Hulk. Like in, right. in the um, yo, that's another world. thing. He beat the shit out of the Hulk. You think you think Drax could beat Hulk? Hell no. Thanos murdered the Hulk. I'm just, I'm just. He ain't even come back. Matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't see Hulk no more after that. That was in the first seven minutes of that movie. Come on, yeah. Drax, you got to chill, bro. Pick your battles, bro. Choose wisely. <laughs> Choose fucking wisely. J Cole voice. Speaking of J. Cole, that was him playing ball. That was him. That was him playing ball. Shout out to J. Cole, because he was out there with Carmelo. He was giving him buckets. He looked off, he looked at Carmelo like, man, I ain't passing you the ball. Swap <laughs> from like the third three-point line. NBA range. So earlier in the week, there was a video going around on social media of a guy proposing to a woman. And his family, friends were watching, whoever them people were around, the cameras were rolling. He got down on one knee and asked his young lady to marry him. I just want to get married. Oh. To his surprise, she said, no. I want to give, I want to give, um, you know, this lady her flowers while she's here. And a nice little standing ovation for not falling, for not feeling the pressure of saying yes because the cameras are on. People do that. Oh, family's here. Let me say yes, even though you don't mean it. The camera's on. Let me say yes, even though you're not ready to get married. So could have said no just because the cameras is on, too. Right. You so got to think he going with me over because he brought cameras. Nah. But. Now, before <laughs> now before we get into nah. what I want to talk about, shouldn't you know as a man 
what kind of presentation your girl wants when it comes to that type of um, situation? Yeah, we You know should. whether or not she likes public affection or private affection type of... How many niggas actually do what their girls want them to do, though? When it comes to getting married, I think it's all about what your girl want to do. I think that the whole process when you propose... What if she wants you to propose in the middle of your... Um, what if your girl wants you to propose at a halftime of the Miami Heat game? Then that's what you got to do. You doing it? You going to try? No, no, no. Nigga, I'm asking you. Yes. All right. I think, listen, proposing is nerve-wracking alone. I don't know. It don't matter where you at. I think proposing is just, is, it, it'll rattle your nerves regardless of where you at. I think so. Um, but I think also when you when you season the stakes of the situation like that, propose to me at halftime of a Lakers game. Oh, shit, man. Halftime of a Lakers game. Uh, what about Mercer County? Game. <laughs> what about a Mercer County game at halftime? I think Does the pressure. I think the pressure. a lot of pressure. I think, I think the pressure's on you regardless. I think a normal proposal compared to any, no matter where you're at, it's now, the same. I level. think. I think the reaction plays a part when it's spectators as opposed to it being nobody. I'll be able to handle the no if it comes to me a lot easier if it's just her and I as opposed to my whole fucking family watching. Think about it like this. So she's telling you how she want it. It's easy. That's a slam dunk. So if you had a basketball game, you ain't got to have no speech or nothing. Just get down on one knee and show her the ring. Now, if this is you and a few family and friends, you got to have a whole speech ready. That's more nerve-wracking to me. I think you still got to ask, though. You, you got to say the words, don't you? You ain't got to say nothing. I think you, you do, get down. No, 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 no. Because a bitch don't know. What the fuck is this? What does this mean? That's a that's a universal language. I'm down on one knee with a ring. What do you mean with that mean? All At right. a game? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, that's just what I've saw. I haven't seen nobody like I've seen proposals at sports games. None of the DJs and nobody ran up to the person and put the mic to his mouth and was just like, Gina, you mean like, the world he, to the me. The DJ does the talking, right? Oh, he's down on one knee. Yeah. What's she going to do? Right, right, right. <laughs> but if it's just us around family, you got to be like, listen, you mean the world to me. I love you so Like, you got to go through the whole spew. Mm-hmm. So I think that it actually would be easier if you did it at an arena when all you got to do is get down on one knee and show her the ring because you're giving her what she want. I want a big proposal, even though she shouldn't. I think she should hint what at if, What if her man isn't the type for PDA himself? But now your special request is for me to propose to you at a basketball game in front of 35,000 people. I think that the wedding... And everything leading up to the wedding is for the woman. So if you have an issue with public affection, uh, public, uh, any, any of that so stuff, I, that's something you got to swallow for up until you get married. I think that's, that is the one thing. Like, women put up with a lot. Not saying men don't. Everybody puts up with a lot. But if you got a good girl and she want to get married, you see how she wanted and you oblige. Now, if she wants this big proposal and you just do it in your bedroom with nobody's around, she might say, yeah, but that might bug her. She might want something bigger later. Like, women do do that. Like, they'll get married to you at City Hall, but you got to promise them something big later. Like, the um, wedding. Some, I don't think a promise is necessarily attached to some, it. Some. Some. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it depends on who it is. I don't know, though, because if I'm not one for PDA and you want this grand gesture in front of the whole world. You got to uh, do it. Oh, come on. You got to uh, do that, man. Says who? You got to do that, man. The point is getting married, right? Well, I don't. That's what we say. Right, the point is getting married. If I'm not comfortable, not saying that I am in general, and, but I'm saying because there are people out there who don't, 
who don't fare well with stuff like that. And so don't, don't don't make it seem as if if I don't propose to you in front of the entire state or world or whatever, then my my proposal is now lessened or not as big as it's supposed to be. Now, I also want to say that not all women want a big wedding. But what I'm saying to you is those that do, that's just one thing that they want. That, that, that's the only thing that they're asking for. Yes, you are Mr. Shy Guy. You don't really want to be out in the public showing this type of affection. But for one thing, propose to me in front of the world. I think you have to do that. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. I think, I think you just have to do I really that. Don't. I think you got to give her what she wants. And after the wedding, things can go back to the way that they were. I don't know. I think I have a tainted view on marriage and proposals. Because although it's geared towards the woman, it's not the only, she's, she doesn't have the only say in this. I have a say in how I'm going to look What's when I'm asking you. What's huh? your say? However, however I want to do it. If I'm not comfortable doing something, then that's my say. I don't, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. Well, first off, your girl telling you to propose to you in the middle of... And first, another thing, don't, women never know when the proposal is actually that's coming. That's what I'm about to get to. For, so if you're a woman and you tell me I need to propose to you in the middle of the Sixers uh, Wells Fargo arena, it's just like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. How you, first of all, how you know you get in the ring? How about that? <laughs> How you just going to make a suggestion for? But excuse me? if she does say she wants it to be extravagant, you know you don't have to do all of that. But you know she wants something nice. So what yeah. I'm saying to you is, if she says I want to be proposed to in front of the world, you chickening out and proposing at eleven o'clock at night in the bedroom, in the dark, it's just not going to cut it. That's what I'm saying. So meet meet y'all. Both of y'all have to meet in the middle. We can't go. To the to the Sixers game and do it, but we can go to a fancy restaurant and your family pop up out of nowhere something so, something like that. Right, that's stuff like that. I'm just saying, it's, it, that's a compromise that I think is fine. You okay, know what I'm okay, I think okay. I think I think that's perfectly fine. Even though, but it's not the end all be all. We don't. Even though no. I don't know women who tell you where to propose at. I just think right. that they give you the hint that hey, you know, I would like to be married soon. But listen, I don't if think- I pull out that three point two carat. And you give me shit about not proposing at the Sixers game, game my fucking ring. Oh, back. so you're saying the size of the <laughs> ring should make up for where you want to propose? Listen, at. what we living with here? What's what we going to remember? You're going to look down at the hand every day. But see, you trying to have comp- You don't give a shit about that it's damn game. It's hard for us to talk about that, though, because women actually love the moments. How many, you know how many times women tell you, it's not about the ring? It's not about the ring. Well, That's their thing. Tell that to my fucking bank account. Then. <laughs> That's us, though. We looking at the money. The women like, I don't care about none of this fancy stuff. They, I just want you. That's a, that's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. I don't believe none of that that's shit. That's what they... That's they'll, what say that, they'll say that when a situation comes up that they fucked up in, but they don't. if you fucked up, now they don't give a fuck about the ring and they throwing it back at you. We can't use that, man. Look at that ring on your finger. Listen, it don't work. It's not going to work. I'm gonna say on on a, on a good on a good terms is every if everything is cool right I gave you a great proposal but it wasn't the one you wanted if you get the bitching about that they will. listen listen baby listen I'm gonna need you to take a look at that ring on your finger <laughs> right you take a look at that bling and you let me know what the fuck the problem is women are about moments man moments yeah and at this moment bitch you better look down at your goddamn hand and appreciate <laughs> that rock so I brought this topic up to. So we talk, so we was talking about old girl who said no to the proposal. And on social media, mostly Twitter, I saw there were so many people jumping to the conclusion as to why she might have said no. And 
um, but the number one reason was, well, he might have cheated. Well, as the good brothers that we are, we want to give you guys a list of things that possibly could have happened that had nothing to do with cheating. Because that's what we're here for. We are a podcast for men, for the brothers, and for the women to take notes because y'all can hear our conversations and what we think. So let's just say this good brother did not cheat. What are other reasons why she might have said no? And I got a little list for you. You got a little dick. What? Probably. That's what you call it. <laughs> that's, probably, you, that's what you go with? It's probably a deciding factor. Maybe. I don't Who? How long was they together? That could be true. Like, she's putting up with it in the beginning. He probably got she, the pussy the first time. It was like, oh, shit. This is amazing. It was the, it made the to, world I'm to I'm about him. to pop the question. And the whole time, she's like, nah, this ain't I it. don't know if I want to do this that. This ain't it, but you cool. And while she's looking right. for other things to like about you, you've yeah. already fell in love. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. I, I, I yep. got you. I got you. It. I got you. So she probably had that conversation in the group chat. Girl, his dick too small. I can't do this. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, he, he on cloud nine. He texting his boys in the group chat. Man, this is the best pussy I ever had. Stop faking, ladies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> if he told. The best pussy I ever had. I'm pre- <laughs> I can't wait to see her tomorrow night. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna get to my list, but don't it do it work that way most times? What? Like. If a guy get with a girl and it just is what it is, she be like, damn, this was some good shit. But he be like, uh, I just I just smashed shorty. Like, don't right. it always work? Like, how many times Either one you, person, Either one right. person is more into it than the other yeah. or, you know what I'm saying, or, the, or vice versa. Or it's even, but... But then it's that one time where you meet a girl and you can't fuck with her. And you trying your best. And she not telling you you trash, but you trash. And you thinking like, damn. I just knocked that out the park. <laughs> she like, nah, I'm not getting with him no more. You walk out the door, chest poked out. And you don't get a call uh, back. And then that's when you, what? Propose. Listen, I love, text love. her like an hour later, like, are you all right? So, <laughs> you got any more? Um, I got a couple more I can shoot off the top of my head, but let's get to your list. So, I came up with a few as to why women would say no to a proposal. And one is, they could be in a long-distance relationship. So we don't know their living situation. He might have flew in, flew in out of town, only get to see you three times a year. Why not now? No, we're not about to get married. I don't see only see you three, four times a year. Okay. I'm not about to make that commitment to you. And I like we long distance. Yes, our long distance relationship is cool, but I'm not about to get married to you. You got to move closer. What if that was it? Huh? You ready for my next one? What's up? Y'all broke up. And instead of him having the conversation with you, the he just decided to pop up yeah. and propose. Yeah. That's a no, buddy. Yeah. I can see that happening. Last time we talked, we was cursing each other out. And instead of you like, you know what, we need to talk and then get back on good terms and then propose, you, you decide to clean it up. To clean it up with, a with the proposal. And ain't gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, they'll they'll say no to that, buddy. You was he was hoping she was that dumb. Yeah. But she wasn't. <laughs> Number three, she doesn't think you're ready. Now, women can have that intuition, right? You thinking, man, I'm good. But she see how you move. You don't see how you move. You think the way you're moving is cool. But she can look at you and say, you cool, but you're not ready for marriage. Also, I think that that's a little bit more of uh, wide open for me. Sometimes that right there, I think, is the most um, – well, they all require conversations, but with that one – a conversation is definitely uh, required because she could be wrong about what his intentions are based on his moves, but just based on what she thinks about his moves, she could get the uh, feeling that he's not ready 
Meanwhile, he's thinking a completely different way with his moves being all right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I didn't say Not she saying was, that they're wrong yeah, moves. I didn't say she just was moves, right. No, I'm just saying just moves in general. But she could say no based on stuff that he's doing and have the incorrect interpretation about stuff that he's doing. And this can go both ways. Yeah. She can be talking about marriage and he could be like, we're not ready for that. We definitely not did. I just met you. Right. <laughs> we had a few good dates. Women do that too. Like, yo, they, they start planning forever with you and you're like, yo, fam, we've only been dating for three months. I don't think we're ready for that. So that could be a reason why uh, either or says no, depending on if you're a woman it, girl, in the You got it. She said no because y'all have yet to agree on how children should be raised. Mm. I've seen it. I've actually seen it on Love and Hip Hop. I forgot who it was. What's his name? My man with the teeth. He down <laughs> Which with, uh, with the teeth. He uh, he uh, down with Kanye. I forgot. Oh, consequence. Consequence. I seen an episode of Love and Hip Hop, right, where they married and they got a child together and they can't agree on Christmas. Because they, how did they not know that? Because they both have different religious backgrounds. How did they not know that? Dumb, I, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. I <laughs> guess I guess it's one of those things. That's probably one of those situations you bump. Oh shit, she look good. Damn, he look good. Let's fuck. Then you fuck with each other. Then they got a baby. Then it's. Then you talk about the background. So stuff. the story was consequence doesn't celebrate Christmas, but the wife wanted her child to experience Christmas, and they got into a, a nasty argument about it. But how did you not know that? Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I think consequence was. Well, maybe he just did. He recently convert to. Well, that's his what I was about to get into. Was? I was about to get into that. I don't know for a fact, but people change. So after the marriage, after the child, as a man, as a woman, you can change. I don't care what nobody say. You don't got to stay the same because you married. Things happen. But I think consequence was in that lifestyle before the marriage and before the child. I think. I don't okay. think he just jumped into that world. Okay. But that is very a powerful reason to say no. Like. You can date somebody because guess what? The sex is good and it's good company, but I don't see me marrying you because if we was to have children, I don't want them eating pork. I don't want them celebrating certain holidays. I don't want them, you know what I'm saying? It could be right. anything that you might just be like, man, I eat bacon all the time. There's nothing wrong with it. It could be anything. Right. We celebrate Christmas all the time. But there's nothing wrong with it. My family might celebrate Christmas at grandma's house every year, one big family. Now, what's going to happen now? I think, and... Like, the baby was one, right? It was like a young kid. Yeah, a young and kid. she's talking about, I want my baby to experience Christmas. Baby isn't experiencing Christmas. That's a whole different conversation we can have because women like to dictate their children. Like, your baby ain't experiencing Christmas, the first birthday, none of that. Right. They're just there. A child's one year old birth, a child's first birthday is all about the mom or the parent throwing it. Like, right. these kids not going to remember no party, but the stuff that what they'll say, like, as far as their first Christmas, their first birthday, this is all memories for that parent. That's fine too. It's it, it's fine until, That's until fine too. If if as long as the you know what I'm saying the views of the both parents are on the same page. But if your child is very young and they miss out on Christmas, I don't think they're going to remember them not having because I can't remember every Christmas that I had. I can't remember it. Yeah, but also I get the fact that you don't want your kid to be the one kid out of the kids that are experiencing something to That's be the fact. one that isn't. You know what I'm saying? Now, mom, I got these new joints for Christmas. What you get? Oh, I got a, <laughs> uh, I got a motherfucking potato and some, uh, <laughs> and some juice. Now, mom, I know you bust your ass to, to do what you could do for me for the holidays, but I don't remember what you got for me in Christmas. I, I appreciate it though. Yeah, I appreciate it, but when I was three, I don't know what you bought me. Sorry. Like, that's like that now. Like, my son, I had bought him these super tall-ass Batman toys and all that stuff like that. He don't play with them shit. Don't play with them. What's the point? <laughs> Collecting dust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know better next time. Like, Christmas is going to be different. 
Uh, what you was got that? Another one on the list. Yeah, yeah, got more. Right. Uh, what was that? Three. That was four. That's my fourth four. one. Yeah. Four. Okay, number five. She's not ready for that type of commitment. She's not ready for that type of commitment. Yes, it happens. Like women do get with guys. We cool. We chilling. But personally, I'm not ready for that type of commitment. Or I just don't want it with you. Or you. I'm not ready for that type of commitment with you because I do think the right person will have somebody changing their whole perspective on life. Mm-hmm. I wasn't married. I wasn't ready for marriage. But man, I change all that for you. I'll jump out the window. Oh, he or she's already married. Handle your business, partner. Uh, already married? Already he or been she married. is already married. You know how you get with somebody and you say, I'm married, but I'm trying to work on a divorce? But uh. you propose to somebody else and you still ain't. The ink ain't dry on, on the divorce paperwork or it ain't even started yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell no. Now, I don't know what you mean. No, that's no, too no. much. <laughs> now, now, I don't know nothing he about that. is separated from the wife or she is separated right. from the husband. But and legally, legally they're up, still married. Legally, they're still married. And you run up on them with another proposal like, yo, fam, let's let this dry right. first. Ain't no rush. Ain't no rush. But then you got some people who wild aggressive, which he was. Obviously, he didn't know that his girl wasn't ready or wanted to marry him. He just jumped out the window. There's some guys who are like that. It's not a woman thing. It's just a people thing. And he might be somebody who grew up with uh, a family. His mother and dad might still be together. So all he know is marriage. All he know is kids. That's tough. A family. You had more on the list? Um. All right, so uh, initially when I saw the video, I I I thought the nigga did something wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck because her reaction was kind of like like she was hurt to say no, mm-hmm. like it hurt her to say no. You know what I'm saying? And he sat there for a second with this kind of shock, half shocked look on his face. Yeah. Like, well, she actually said no. I didn't think she would actually say no. Um, I don't I don't know, man. It honestly could be a million different things. Um, that. That led to her saying no. It could be his fault. It could be things that she's battling with internally, you know. Um, I so, just think so when that you said it looks like he did something wrong, was because her reaction? Yeah. Well, excuse me. It don't. I, it, not, it was a proposal video, so it can't look like he did anything wrong. But based on her reaction, I got the sense that some type of uh, treachery or betrayal or something of that sense had taken place. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was all good, I don't see a problem with her accepting it. If if everything's all good, things could have been all good, but she just doesn't want to get married. But at the same time, I still fault him because you got to know. I, I feel like you got you should have a good idea of where your girl is emotionally and mentally in that situation. That's a fact. Before you ask that question, you do not. If you just jump out the window and ask, then you you basically whatever you get. You going to roll a dice like that? I'm not good at gambling. I hate going to the casino. I don't play card games. I don't play dice games because I don't enjoy gambling. Same with people. I'm not going to gamble with my own emotions in that situation to take a leap of, leap of faith and being possibly embarrassed to the point of no return. Now, you can't go outside after that for a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's embarrassed. It looked like it was in front of somebody's house, like his house or something on the street or something. You got you to gotta, you gotta recoup. We recuperate and figure out how to go forward. You know what I'm saying? Because that's tough, bro, especially if you have real feelings for that girl. Um, so, yeah, man. So there's more than one reason 
as to why she might have said no. And I just don't want everybody to go to the cheating conclusion. But let's just say he did cheat. All I'm saying is I'm not saying that's why she said no. But I just think as a community, we just need to uh, expand our horizon let's a little bit. Let's play with this scenario, too. Maybe, maybe she cheated first. Mm-hmm. Right? And he cheated back. And they real- he realized there was a lot of shit going on and figured... You know what? Let's get married and just leave all this bullshit alone. And she said no, because based on the two scenarios, they was she just realized they were so messed up that this wasn't a good a good start to marriage with these with a with a scenario such as this. I would that's def- a possibility. That's a possibility, and I would definitely love a follow up story. Like I want to know where they go after this because the whole conversation we having is is there a relationship after Afterwards, she says right. no? And that's kind of hard. It depends on the no. It depends on what the no was for. It depends on what the no was for. If she says we're not ready, if she says we, I get that. Let's go build. But if it's another reason, uh, that's, that's got to be a hard. hell of a conversation afterwards. You know how awkward? It's crazy how you can be with somebody for a substantial amount of time. And when it comes to certain topics, it's still fucking hard to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like marriage. We just was talking about getting married or he proposes or whatever and there's a no and now going forward you have to have that conversation to figure out what's next. Do we go forward? Do we try to work it out or do we end it? That has to be a tough conversation. And we've talked about this before. There's men out there still hurt from getting their heart broken in middle school. Fuck you, Etta. (laughs) Bitch. You tell a man no to that proposal, that might be the only one you get. And I can see a man shutting down in a relationship. He still loves you. He wants to be there, but he won't be the same. Because, you know what I mean? Like men work off that that first that first reaction of, you know what I mean, when you're in love and when mm-hmm. you feel those butterflies. When they go away, it's hard for it to come back for a man. Mm-hmm. Depending like not all men, but it's hard to come back for a man. Like women love differently. Men love uh, you know, we love differently. And to get the door shut in our faces, when we finally express some feelings, they go back in the closet. <laughs> they go back in the closet. Now I'm cold-hearted until I'm 55 because you hurt my heart at 30. That's how we do. Man, because it, it takes until you're 35 to realize, you know what, I'm hurt because of something that happened when I was 15. That's crazy, though. I don't know. Um, I don't know how I would react to a no to a, like a straight-up proposal that I probably... Attempted to plan to my to the best of my abilities and all of that. That's that's hard to come back from emotionally. Even if it was my fault, I still don't want to talk to you after that. That's my point. I still don't want to talk to you. You know what? That is my point. After <laughs> saying no to my proposal, this relationship is over. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah, man. At least not for a couple of weeks. At least maybe, maybe two, or maybe not. I don't know. That was all the topics that I got for today. It's hard, man. We can get into the fresher fiasco. Let's do it. Fresh a fiasco. This one, uh, I, I sent this one to you yesterday. The Fast and Furious series might be headed into space. Fresh a fiasco. Fucking fiasco, man. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Just stop this shit, man. Dominic Toretto ain't nothing more than a street punk <laughs> that started off stealing automobiles. Now this nigga's stealing spaceships. Come on, man. There's only so many. These niggas is evading so many different governments. Where does it stop? These niggas is running from the fucking UK, the European government, U.S. government. They've been on a run from the U.S. government since the first movie. 
Now they international fucking thieves. They fucking got locations in Bora Bora and all these different layers of hideouts around the world because people is hiring them to do jobs. Cut the shit. Cut it out. Going into space. What the fuck y'all doing in space? Well, ET ain't fucking with nobody. Well, uh, they didn't say that the next official movie will be in space. They said eventually. So I'm going to go eventually. With, what on Fast and Furious ninety nine? Well, I'm fuck? saying I'm saying Fast and Furious ten because they're about to come out with nine. I, I don't know if they started filming yet. John Cena has allegedly replaced The Rock. The Rock has moved on to his spinoff uh, Sean cheap, Hobbs cheap replacement. So I think. I think movie nine is already in the works, but going into space, they'll consider it. And I think that when you got 10 movies, fam, I think you got to do something different. And that's not saying it's going to be a good idea. I'm going to go movie. I'm going to go fresh because if you're going to go 10 movies deep, which I don't know what movie has like because you see Jason in space. That was terrible. That's that what was, I'm. That's what the fuck I'm envisioning. That was one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> that is what I'm but envisioning. Jason in space Freedom. wasn't surrounded by the quality of actors that Fast and Furious have. Jason in space, you could put any, anybody can put a Jason suit on and they can get any blonde head white girl to be, or any white guy to be in a Jason movie and it is what it is. Did we ever care about the characters? The only character we cared about was Jamie Lee Curtis character in Halloween. But everybody, and uh, what's I that really girl name? But still, she still kind of went somewhere else with her career. Right. And, and Friday the 13th, what's her, I mean, not Friday, uh, not Friday the 13th, but Elm Street, Amy, Jay, the, the the leading white girl, she was in part one and two. I think that she had to stop. But every other horror film was just based on somebody with a mask killing some white people. <laughs> I think Fast and the Furious has a collection of stars to where they have to take number nine and ten series. I think the movie eight still grossed over a billion. So people are in. They got to get caught, yo. I want to see one of them niggas go to jail. Sorry, I don't even say sentences like that. <laughs> <laughs> that don't even sound right. I want to see, I, I niggas, see them niggas go to I jail, see man. Niggas go to jail. You can't. You can't be evading multiple government and and street niggas <laughs> in multiple countries. I think and survive everyone, man. It's just I'm not with it. If going to jail is an option, I do think Dom will have to take one for the team because he's the one always preaching family. He's the leader, and I think that I can see it now. Them getting chased. And he already only- joined the enemy. He had to, he had to work with the enemy for a little bit. Yeah. I'm just I'm kind of over this shit. To be honest, <laughs> I'm kind of over this shit. I was a I was a big fan of Fast and Furious one and a couple of the other early ones, but now it was just like the last one that I saw kind of had me upset when I saw them niggas in Dubai driving sports cars from one building into the next and for one building and still going like no you fucking I'm not with it. Fresher fiasco. Kanye West wants Danny McBride to play him in the biopic. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Danny McBride Kenny is, Powers. he's Kenny Powers <laughs> from uh, Eastbound and Down. He um, was one of the um, he homies with James Franco. He was, the, he was and, the drug dealer from Pineapple Express. Yeah. Uh, what, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? He was in. He did a whole bunch of shit. He's man. in Any a lot movie of with, your Seth, white. A lot of movies with Seth Rogen and James Franco and um, uh, uh, what's the uh, Jonah Jonah Hill? Yeah, yeah. He he's he's one of those guys. He hangs out and does. He was either in or a writer or producer right. in one of your white stoner films. So Kanye West wants uh, Danny McBride to play him in the biopic. I think I kind of know what Kanye West is coming from. As Dude. long, no, I'm just saying. I think what Kanye is trying to get across is it doesn't matter who plays it. It's just my story. It doesn't matter if he's black. 
He looks like me, even though I like my biopics for the people portraying who they're portraying to kind of look like who they're looking like. It's not a biopic if you got a white nigga playing a black dude. But what about the story? Just the story. The story's already fucked up. It's I can tell that biopic is gonna be filled with bullshit. You know what you write? He's gonna be sticking a whole. He's gonna be doing a whole bunch of shit that don't make no sense. But you write because Kanye West is from Chicago. So Danny McBride gonna be walking around. He gonna walk, wake up in the morning, answer the phone. What's good, my nigga? Now, even though it would be hilarious to hear him say that, I don't think he'll say that. But it, I don't think he will, and it won't make sense. And it won't make it sense. It would piss off the viewers because why would this white family just be in the heart of Chicago, the part that Kanye West is from? So it it, it does throw everything off. I don't know if Kanye West really thought about it. I just thought that what he was trying to get across was I don't see no color, bro, but. To actually go along with this, everything would have to change. So maybe it'll just be a story. Like you could be, you can tell the Kanye West story from um, where they from? Chicago. Uh, no, 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 no. But where he at now? Somewhere in California. I don't know. Somewhere. Uh, Chuck something. But Calabasas. Calabasas. You could tell his story from Calabasas to where he already made it. And you're rich already. I don't know. What the fuck is the story then? <laughs> hey, this is Kanye West. We talking about? <laughs> that man. don't make no goddamn. So we essentially, the, the half the movie is over. When it comes on, because he's already rich. There's still life. There's still a struggle after you're rich, though. There's still a struggle. You know, know Kanye West have been through some shit after his riches. Stuff that he probably put himself through, but... You know I, mean? I don't... Um, uh, shit is a fiasco, man. Fiasco, now, yeah. Although I enjoy Danny McBride, because he talks a whole bunch of shit, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And I enjoy his movies and stuff that he's featured in. But for Kanye to cast a white man as him in his biopic is very off-putting. You know how pissed I'd be if they portrayed fucking one of them white boxers to be Muhammad Ali in Muhammad Ali's movie? The difference is if Muhammad Ali went to a white man and said, I want you to play I'd me. I'd still be pissed. I'm like, Muhammad, what are you doing? I asked him straight up. Muhammad, what's up? Why you got this white man? Y'all know Muhammad wouldn't do that, but I'm just right, saying I'm just it's saying. just for Kanye West to. And I'm ask. not comparing Muhammad Ali and Kanye West, but I'm right, just right. saying. Oh, like, definitely no, definitely not. No, nah, but in terms of, um, just an accurate biopic, I think that's the main thing that we look for when we watch a biopic is the accuracy. Oh shit, yo, they look just like. Remember that Aaliyah movie that came on VH1 or MTV, right, or whatever right, it was, a long right. time ago? All we talked about was how shitty. Of a casting job that they Yo, did. the Dame Dash dude. The Dame Dash, the Woo! R. Kelly dude. Everything was <laughs> off. And they were black. And we talked shit about them. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He looks nothing like da 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 You yeah. mean to tell me Kanye is going to successfully launch a biopic with a white lead as Kanye West? <laughs> no, man. I'm going to talk shit about that, bro. And I love Danny McBride. So, nah. Fresh. Go watch Eastbound and Down, though. Facts. <laughs> Fresh or fiasco. Power. Y'all know how much y'all know the brothers love they power. Say this is a big bitch town. Bam, 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 bam. I just come from the poet's pot. That's all right, all right. One month, yeah, yeah, yeah. Power spinoff is in the works starring Mary J. Blige. Fresher fiasco. I'm going to go. It depends. If this is based around Mary Jamico Fiasco, because I have not seen a wide range of acting from Mary J, even though I have not seen everything she's played in. I think she did one hell of a job in this movie that's on Netflix that I didn't see, but she got good uh, um, a review from her part. But I don't know how much of emotion she can put into a, a drama series like 
power where you need to cry, which they did a terrible job of showing emotion towards Raina, their daughter. So <laughs> Ghost had one crying scene and he was in, in the, the shower. shower. <laughs> you that ain't was slick, bro. <laughs> I, I know that TV trick. You yeah. ain't fucking crying. So it's and and for me, when you say Mary J. Blige and Power, just puts a bad taste in my mouth because Lala and Power, which Lala might be getting a bigger role in this upcoming series because her and Tommy is not running together. So we're going to see more of Keisha. I'm not really into Keisha because she's not really killing her role. So if Mary J. Blige is just going to have a part like Ghost Mom or something like a younger ghost and she plays Ghost Mom and she pops up from time to time, I'm cool with that. But if this, <laughs> you good? <laughs> but if this special, but if this a, a series is based off a huge part by Mary J., I'm going to go fiasco. But shout out to Mary J. Blige for getting your money. Shout out to Mary J. Blige for, um, you know what I mean, creating an avenue for after music. I don't know if this is it. Um, I'm going to go fiasco. I'm going to keep it buck. I'm not the biggest Mary J. Blige fan. I respect the greatness, but I've never really cut on a Mary J. Blige record or anything she's really done and kind of vibed out. Even when, when, when she'd be like on the words and performances and everybody's like, go, Mary. And I'd be sitting there like, uh, I guess. You missing out, fam. Mary fire. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the same shit you watch it, but I'm just, <laughs> I just don't get the feels. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because I was too young when Real Love and all that came back out back in the day or whatever the classic album was that she kind of had catapult her into where she is now. I just, I missed all of that. I wasn't yeah. there. I was there. I just wasn't paying attention. It didn't resonate with me. But uh, I've never seen Mary J. Blige act in anything. She might have had a cameo role in like a couple of BET movies or something like that, right? No, don't say that. No? Not the BET movies. I don't know, right. but. Maybe. All right. But I've never seen her act. Um, I, I'm not sure as to what her acting capability is. But actually, you know what? I'm going to rewind it and say I'm going to go fresh because I don't plan on watching the power spin off no way. No? Because it ain't power. Okay. I don't really do good with with like sequels or remakes and stuff like that. They don't. It don't it doesn't grasp me like the original was or whatever it was that had my attention to put me on to what the spinoff was. So although I think it's a good move, you know what I'm saying? I'm all for people um putting themselves in the position to further their careers. So if this is something that can t- catapult her to the next level or the next plateau, hell yeah, you do that shit. Don't mean my ass gonna be watching though. Fresh or fiasco. Wait till y'all get a load of this one. A woman claiming to be Scottie Pippen's former side piece is suing him for all the trips she paid for during their alleged affair. Allegedly, Scottie Pippen told this young lady that he would pay her back. So what this young lady allegedly did was fly herself out, feed herself, book the hotels herself, instead of holding this millionaire basketball player accountable for the finances. Um... This happened in about early 90s, so now we're talking about over 20 years ago that she wants to sue him now. Fresh a fiasco. Oh, this is a fiasco. First of all, <laughs> if I tell you I'm going to give you some money, don't mean you're going to get it. <laughs> all right? Now, you booked that shit all yourself, knowing that you weren't going to be compensated at the time. Probably ever, as we can looking at the dates now 20 years later. You wanted to fuck with him so bad that you subjected yourself to pay for these things and to go to these places where he was with just a promise that he would compensate you for what you spent. Did you get it in writing? Was it a document, some type of video or something for him 
saying that I would pay you back this money from this trip. I don't know where the legal stance is here for uh, for being sued, for him for her to sue him because you pay for everything yourself willingly. He didn't scam money from you and say. Like, if you fly me here, I'll pay you back. You flew yourself to where he was. So, <laughs> what the fuck? Keep it a bug. How many niggas would actually have paid her ass back? You were the side piece, and you flying from here to there to come see me. How many niggas is actually paying her back? I get what he, why he might have done it. I don't want my wife to check the books. Something like that. I don't want my wife to see that I'm making transactions. I just don't want to give you no money. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that that too. But 20-something years later, you're not getting that bread. You understand what I'm saying? Because we, we, you weren't texting back then. Wasn't no text messages. So you don't have text proof that he emails. agreed. <laughs> wasn't no emailing. <laughs> it was emails back In 93? then. In 93? Yeah, it was emails. Was it? I, I believe it was. I don't know. We got to do the Googles on that. I believe I it was. 93. It was some trash emails back then. But, um... He was a millionaire at the time, and I've never flew nobody out, but I know the rules to flying somebody out. If I got the bread, listen, all you got to do is show up because you're the prize. If you got to pay, and first of all, this is Scottie Pippen we talking about. Mm-hmm. If you got to pay to go see him, I mean, that's – I'm speechless, fam. I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. You paid. He's a millionaire. He has all the bread. He could have found the way to wire. He could have did anything. And he could have paid BJ Armstrong to wire you. So anything. There's ways around it. Like, putting myself in your shoes, I would have never paid a dime for anything. If you want me, because number one, I've already agreed to be a side piece. So if you want me to cheat with you on your wife, you're, then you have to. You're doing your due diligence as a side, John. You At least pay. To come through. That, that's too much. <laughs> At least pay me. Like we're gonna get it on, we're gonna do whatever you wanna do, but pay my flight. I think that's I think that's simple. I, I think it's rules to the game. Yeah, but when and the motherfuckers start doing it themselves, it's like, all right, well, just bring your ass over here. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, after he's, the first couple of trips, it's like, all right, well, you know what to do. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Every trip, <laughs> every trip, every trip, the baller gotta play. Pay. Every trip. Well, she obviously wasn't broke. You know, she just obviously was stupid. But I'm saying she obviously wasn't broke either. If she was able to afford these trips back and forth for over this time and not have an issue. Hey, it's different from her saying, I can't make it. Can you pay for it? She, she probably she paid for the shit herself. She probably did have bread and just ran and just recently ran out. Yeah, like she obviously out. had money let enough to be able to, to to fund these trips without a problem. She went through her book like, let me find out who owed me money. Anybody that owes right. me money, oh, shit. fucking I'm about, dead. I'm about to file for fucking bankruptcy. <laughs> let me go back through these books and let me, this, see who let me owe go me through, money. Let me go through this stock book for the last twenty years and see who ain't pay that up money right now. <laughs> and you realize you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on Scotty Pippen. Let me give me. Get my money. But where's the... I'm I'm still lost on where the legal ground is for her to say, hey, he owes me this money. I, th- I just think that it's embarrassing to put it out there and it makes him look bad. Um, he already... His bitch was already cheating with Future, so he don't give a shit. I know, but it just... It's out here already. I know, but when people put stuff out there for the internet, whether it's true or not, it just makes you look bad. And Scotty Pippen might be... He might be that type of old head who don't do social media. I don't care what y'all say about me. Like, I haven't heard him mention anything about his wife and Future. No, he I don't say nothing. Mm. So he might not say nothing about this. The only thing Michael Mike, Michael, the only thing Scottie Pippen says when he gets on TV is that LeBron isn't better than Jordan. Now he changed his I, mind. I, I think man, he flipped. I ain't listen to that nigga, man. Fiasco for both of us, I guess. 
You got to uh, fuck as you doing, right? Yeah, I got to fuck as you doing, man. Break your boy off with the smooth sounds of J.J. Icefish, please. Fuck as you doing. Fuck as you doing. Bitch ass nigga. Shout out to my man JJ, bro. Bitch ass nigga. All right, Podcast Brothers, episode 146. Where the hell is my news at? Oh, I know where it is. I don't know where it is. But anyway, I got it. All right, so it's hot, people. If you ain't know. And you should know because it's fucking July. It's one of the hottest months of the year, every year, because that's the way the seasons work on this side of the fucking globe. Summertime is hot. You ain't know. When you are a person of responsibility, you have to go through your checklist to make make sure that everything is where it's supposed to be, when it's supposed to be there. Well... A gentleman named Juan Rodriguez did not do such a thing the other day in the Bronx because Mr. Juan Rodriguez had his two infant children with him in the car and he went to work and left his two kids in the car for his entire fucking shift. And the unfortunately, the children passed uh, due to being in the car, the hot sweltering ass car all fucking day long. Two of them, twins, one year, one age one, both of them. I don't understand how this happens. You got two, bro. Two. No, no point of your eight hour shift did you think, damn, what the hell are my kids? Or nobody, I ain't talked to my kids today. Or nobody asked me nothing. Or nobody inquired in regards to the well being of the kids or where they at at the time. Um, I think it's a lot of people responsible for that. Mainly him for not being a, a an aware parent and knowing that his kids are in the back seat. I don't know how people do that. Now I have a kid, and it's absolutely no way that he would let me forget that he's in the back seat. So I, I, I'm confused, bro. I'm really confused as where your mind is at a moment where you leave your children in the car. All day. I don't even like running into a store for a couple of minutes leaving my son in the car. I'm too paranoid. I have too many wild thoughts about that. Somebody going to run off with the car. Somebody going to hit the car while he's in it. Like, what? Like, he going to get out the car seat and pull off? Like, <laughs> I be thinking about mad wild shit that makes me not want to do it. Or if I am going to do it, I do it very quickly so that I uh, put to bed any of those different possibilities and shit. It's just really weird, and it's unfortunate because now a mother is out of her children, a father is out of her children, two children are out of their lives, and it's and it could have all been easily avoided if you had been paying attention to your responsibilities. I'm really baffled on the part of you being at work all day, though. Like, you ain't come out to the car on lunch or nothing, my nigga? Like, like it just didn't click in your head at that time that your kids were in the car, bro? It was like ninety. It was like almost ninety degrees yesterday in Trenton. So I'm not sure how what the weather was in the Bronx, but I know it wasn't too much different from what the fuck we got here. And it was entirely too hot for an adult to be in a car for a long period of time without any air, let alone a one year old. Um, and then it's like 
where was he supposed to take him when he was going to work, right? Was he supposed to drop him off the moms, like the babysitter or grandmas, like the daycare? Like nobody called to follow up on where the kids were. That's why I say it's more than just him to blame because, like, he had to be taking them somewhere. And there had to be someone expecting those kids to show up. And when they didn't show up after after a certain period of time, why did nobody ask any questions? You know what I'm saying? Now we got two dead kids, yo. What the fuck? That shit is fucked up. Unfortunately, he's going to be penalized to the full extent. I I think that's a huge form of neglect. I'm not sure what the actual charge is, but it's some type of neglect and uh, well-being, uh, danger to the well-being of the child's or some 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 of that nature. I don't know the exact term, but it's it's upsetting when you hear stuff like that because it makes you question why people have kids if you're going to half-ass pay attention to them. And honestly, bro, is you need to be charged to the full extent of the law because you 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 murdered two kids. Like, come on, man. There's there's no excuse. There's nothing that you can tell a judge or even myself that will make me go, "Oh yeah, you're right, bro. I get why you left them kids in there." Like, it's it's just nothing that you can say, regardless of what you got going on, regardless of how you feel emotionally at that time and things of that nature. Your primary concern at that time is those two children. And for you to neglect those two children and leave them in the sweltering car for your entire work shift, not receive a phone call, even have a spark in your own mind that made you think, damn, my kids is still in the car. And people don't look behind themselves when they get out of the car or nothing, so... You just got out the car and went straight into the building. You ain't checked to see if you dropped your wallet or if you needed something out the back seat or nothing. Like, you just got out and ran into the building. That's weird to me, man. Uh, Juan Rodriguez, sir, for you to leave your two children in the car all fucking day, all day long while you was at work, and then not even have the thought or receive a phone call, a follow-up phone call from a loved one or that kid's uh, wherever they were supposed to be going at that time for nothing to take place, I seriously want to know what the fuck Y'all was doing Goddamn shame So he didn't know The kids was back there He knew they was back there But I guess Between leaving the house And going to work Sometimes that happens to me too Like I get uh, I, I uh, go into autopilot I'm not even Paying attention Where I'm going But I'm driving Where the fuck I was supposed to mm-hmm. I'm not even I'm spaced out But I'm driving Perfectly fine But I, I come to At some point And it's like Oh shit I wasn't even paying attention While I was driving I could've got to a crash Or some shit But for for you to not be, for you to do that the whole ride to work and then get to work and do your whole shift and not know that your kids are in the car. Oh no, nah, you're right. Like um, that's just old. Their situation, especially dealing with a one year old. Like so, he was on his way to well, two one year olds. They were twins. Right. He was on his way to take the kids somewhere. Somewhere. I guess. So right. If you're where the, were you dropping? If you them are the daycare to? or the babysitter, why didn't or you call mother or, the, or the, the mother and say, hey, you know, you right. didn't. Where the kids like, at? Like, where my kids at? You supposed to be here three hours ago. What the fuck the kids at? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yo, they still... I, don't, I wouldn't recommend you say that at the time. Like, oh, shit, they still in the car. Like, you gonna get fucked up, probably. But still, man, like, you take... I'd rather... You take that over risking the kids' lives. If it is... If it comes to that point, you get that call. Where the kids at? Oh, shit, I left them in the car. Shorty gonna spaz out on you, of course. But at least you have some type of reminder to go check on them. Life comes at you fast. Too, that, too goddamn fast. Yeah. So, we're coming to the conclusion of this episode 146. The podcast, brothers. You got any closing remarks? Um. Yeah, man. Drink water, smoke weed, and be great. 
And leave the fuck shit to the haters, man. If you're not a hater, then you shouldn't be doing fuck shit. And if you want to be one of the productive members of society, actually getting their groove on and grinding and showing love, you can do that too. But you can't hate at the same time. Drink water, drink weed, live good. Drink weed. Yep, drink water, drink weed. Nah, you, all right. <laughs> smoke, smoke weed. Drink water, smoke weed, live good. And this was episode 146 from Starbucks, downtown Trenton. Four episodes or three episodes away from the sneaker giveaway, man. Subscribe to the Podcast Brothers website, thebrotherspod.com. Subscribe. All you have to do is submit your email address, and you have entered yourself as a contestant for this sneaker sweepstakes. Peace out. Deuces. Farmers Insurance knows that there's a not-so-subtle difference between the sound of a car hitting your rear bumper and the sound of a clown car hitting your rear bumper. Whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry about that. Here's a balloon animal. Add my information. We call that a three-ring fender bender, and we covered it. At Farmers... They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. <laughs> Click for more. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Individual results may vary. When it comes to vein disease and those embarrassing, painful varicose and spider veins, no one is immune. Just ask three-time beach volleyball gold medalist Misty May Trainer. I was surprised to see I had vein disease. I didn't think I was old enough. I'm a working mom of three young ones and I still coach. I need my legs healthy and performing at their best. That's when Misty went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors of Vein Clinics of America specialize in the latest laser therapies and minimally invasive treatments. It's like they turn back time. The veins they treated are completely gone, and the procedure happens so fast. For over 35 years, women and men have been enjoying healthy, strong, and youthful-looking legs thanks to Vein Clinics of America, like gold medalist Misty May Trainer. Vein Clinics of America work for me, and they can work for you, too. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Most treatments are covered by insurance. 800-307-4200. That's 800-307-4200. 800-307-4200.